Welcome to the Shenmue AM2 Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Shenmue AM2 Podcast. We're your hosts, Andrew. And Matt. And we are here for episode 8. Uh, this episode just kind of kind of be a little bit of general discussion about a few different topics. Um, one being the uh, recent news about the domain name registrations. Um, we first off just want to thank James for being on uh, the last episode, episode seven. I think it went really well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, James was a great guest. Obviously, the guy knows uh, knows a lot of stuff. Uh, just a couple quick stories. Um, <laughs> The first one being, we had some technical issues before we were able to actually record that episode. So uh, we could see and hear him on Skype, uh, but he was not able to see or hear us. So just while he was waiting for our end to get back up, he started doing some impersonations. I assume he he knew we could see that. (laughs) Uh, He does a really good Goro impersonation. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dylan... (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, Dellen was the our sponsor from the crate moving company last week, and uh, he does a good impersonation of those prank calls. Yeah, I'm looking for a man who Terry, <laughs> and he just kept going with them. I wish we could have got them recorded because they were hilarious. <laughs> um, but again, thanks for being on the podcast. We appreciate that, mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully, we'll have more guests in the future. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a podcast today completely unrelated to Shenmue. It's like uh, there's a comedian called Paul F. Tompkins. He's pretty pretty famous among comedians. Um, but he's got a podcast where they do improv. And he had Ron Funches on, who's another comedian. I don't know if you ever heard of Ron Funches, but he's probably the nerdiest comedian out there. But anyways, they were just talking. He, he uh, interviews the, these other comedians. And uh, he asked him about his past jobs or something. And Ron Funches was talking about working in a warehouse or something. And he's like, the only way to move up is to learn how to drive a forklift. And, uh, and then Paul F. Tompkins was like, oh, yeah, forklifts seem pretty fun. And then uh, Ron Funches was like, yeah, I still remember with my first job money, I went and I bought a Dreamcast. And I'm like, he's going to bring up Shenmue. <laughs> and he talked for a little bit more. And he's like... Yeah, and then I bought Shenmue, or I played that game Shenmue, where you drive a forklift around, and like the uh, the host was like, "You drive a forklift in a game? Whoa, what an escape!" <laughs> it's just it was just kind of like surreal to have these people who were like I never would have thought of they would bring up Shenmue. <laughs> Let's just say that I've been listening to that comedian for years. And... Ron Funches is hilarious. Oh, you do know who he is. Yeah, and Paul uh, Paul Tompkins was. Uh, I guess we went to my wife and I went to New York for our anniversary trip mm. and we went to a taping of Late Night with Stephen Colbert mm. and Paul F. Tompkins was actually a guest on it. Oh, was he it? was super funny too. Yeah, he's hilarious. He did mention Shenmue on the late on the late show though. He didn't? No. <laughs> I uh yeah. You can't win them all, I guess. No. Not everyone can mention Shenmue all the time. <laughs> It'd be, what a world it would be, though, if they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was mandatory to say Shenmue in every sentence. Let's see if in Trump's inauguration we get one, at least one Shenmue reference. <laughs> I won't be watching. <laughs> you won't be? I won't be watching. You don't want to watch the world burn? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you uh, think I am, Lundy? 
Oh, man. What a train wreck Trump is. Uh, <laughs> back on topic. Yeah. Um, I am actually going back to New York here to see a hockey game mm-hmm. in a couple weeks, and I think I'm actually going to meet up with James for uh, just when we get into New York and Penn Station. Cool. And uh, actually meet him and maybe grab a slice of pizza or something for lunch. There should be a Shenmue fan secret handshake. You guys should invent one when you meet up. <laughs> and then tell me what it is. Well, it's a secret, though. Oh. But I'm a Shenmue fan. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Shared among Shenmue fans. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. I don't know what it would be. It's grooving, bro, and then, like, some sort of... Mm. Yeah. Or you just pretend to drink a can of pop, and then you go, ooh Pretend? <laughs> yeah. I get a... Well, not pop. My, uh... Po- annual... Annual... We don't do this podcast annually. <laughs> um, uh, I don't think it's a word for just however often we do this mm. podcast. I would drink a Sapporo or a yeah. Sapporo. Hey, in Shenmue too, aren't the uh, vending machines Sapporo? That's why I drink a Sapporo, Matt. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, look, he caught on to the reference. I get it now. He gets it. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so let's get to the news. Uh, I guess the big recent news. And it's not actually that recent. It just got uncovered recently. Uh, the Shenmue domain uh, registrations for ShenmueHD.com and ShenmueRemastered.com and also ShenmueHD.com the misspelling Shenmue so this doesn't actually mean anything though right it's just like they need to register these in case they ever want to use them well essentially it'll mean one of three things either it's asset protection, so just to have them. Yeah. So they don't have to buy them from someone else. Yeah. Assuming whoever owns them would be willing to sell them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's option A. Option B is they could be making the games mm-hmm. um, or have them already made. Mm-hmm. And they just want a website to have a web presence. Or option C is they're seriously actually considering making them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Obviously, I want option B to be right. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I think I remember, like, during the, you know, 15 years we were waiting for Shenmue 3, like, occasionally there'd be, like, SegaRenewsShenmue.com trademark or, or, like, domain name or something. It's just, like, they're just doing it so they have it. Like, it didn't mean anything. Uh, yeah, I think, like, a couple years after they did the Shenmue Online announcement, mm. the website changed to that yellow one that had, like, the banner that you could copy and paste from it. Mm. Um but hopefully this means something. I want it to mean something, obviously. Yeah. When would, like, assuming they want to make a big deal out of the announcement, if there is one, what, what's the earliest they could do it? Is, there's nothing before E3, is there? Nintendo Switch announcement. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, I'd be mad if it was a Switch exclusive. <laughs> just to put this into perspective, today is January 9th, 2016? 2017. 2017. Um... <laughs> The Switch announcement's coming up in a couple days. Mm. Um, it's a possibility. I don't. I don't want to say I don't want to see it on the Switch. I want to see it everywhere. Yeah. If they want to oh, yeah, put it on the Dreamcast, yeah. GameCube, yeah. original Xbox, Atari, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think there's anything before E3. But does it have to be at one of those? I mean, it, it would just be cool to be watching a conference and live and to have it come up. I want that Shenmue 3 announcement reaction again. Yeah. I want to be able to experience that again. Rather than just, hey, like, hey, press release, Shenmue HD's coming. You know, just read it on the internet one day. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. 
but it, I don't know. I I would want it to do be that way. Mm-hmm. But all these people have already backed the Kickstarter, mm-hmm. so I mean, none of those people are going to miss out on the news. But it would be nice to see it announced on some sort of yeah large platform. I want them to make a big deal out of it because that would probably help sales too. Yeah, and I think it would be uh, reciprocal. It would help sales of Shenmue Three, um, and it would also help, obviously, advertise for Shenmue HD and mm. uh, bring those more people towards those those games. Yeah, um, I really, really hope it's hope it's true um, or hope they are well it is true they did register the domains but I hope they are um, actually doing it doing it yeah I hope they got all their issues worked out whatever those were and I hope we get it and uh, if we do get it what do you hope for it I hope for a new control scheme better textures and better load times that's really all I need um the textures uh, I don't care if we get English or Japanese dub, I'll take either. <laughs> yeah, dub doesn't matter to me. Um, I don't think they would do English. Mm. Um, I think they're doing English now with the new one, just to help present it to a Western audience in a better way. Mm. But we also have better voice recording technology now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the voice acting was necessarily bad for the main characters. Mm. Um, I think it was just how it was recorded. Um but, yeah, I'd like to see... The loading times don't even bother me. No? Um, I, I They bother me sometimes. I'm just like... Just because I kind of want to go in all these shops in the games, but I know there's nothing in there. Like, 95% of the time, I could get the same answer I'm going to get from the shopkeeper from someone on the street. So why would I go in there? Like, why would I waste my time with the load time? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Um, textures uh, doesn't really matter to me. It doesn't matter to me if they put it in widescreen. I think the majority of people would probably want it in widescreen just because every television is 16 by 9 now. It'd be nice. It'd be nice to be able to see more of the world in your field of view. Um, it's not. The, it's definitely not necessary, though. What was the other thing you said? HD textures, loading times, and... Uh, controls. Controls, yeah. yeah. Controls. The controls could use some... Some updating. We have two sticks now. Didn't before. <laughs> and they'd off... All, I mean... Part of doing an HD port is uh, redoing the QTEs, the buttons that flash on the screen, because you're not going to be playing this on a Dreamcast controller any longer. Yeah. So that might... They'll obviously have to do something there. Yeah, that's necessary. But yeah, definitely, uh, I'm really, really hoping this is a real thing and that they're producing them. If this was, say, two years ago, I probably would have just had the same old... Yeah, they're just registering them. Nothing's happening. But this year, it's different now. We can dare to dream. <laughs> <laughs> everything seems uh, everything seems possible now. Yeah. Um, what else did we want to talk about this episode? The oh, so a couple episodes ago when we talked about the Matt talked about the pedestal, yeah, with the kettle on it and switch from Phantom Riverstone blog did a really good blog about it in an article and I've been playing through Yakuza 5 and there's a part where you're going through this building working your way up floor by floor and I come to a hallway and there's one of these pedestal stands in the middle of it I'm like oh that's pretty neat (laughs) 
And sure enough, there's the kerosene jug off to the side, and you fight a few guys. And the last fellow that you fight, you kick him into the pedestal, and he knocks it over. And he scrambles away to a doorway, and he tips over the kerosene jug and starts a fire. (laughs) And I just thought, oh, wow, these things are, like, popular, and they have them in commercial buildings and just like we read in that article yeah. <laughs> if you had, if you had played this you know a few weeks ago you wouldn't have I would have never have known yeah you were like what's the, what the hell's that thing why is there gasoline on the floor why isn't <laughs> there a kettle on top of it <laughs> um, so yeah I thought that was pretty neat that again I would have never have known mm-hmm. about that um, the other thing I one other topic I want to touch on was I mentioned a few episodes ago about and I really like this YouTuber. I subscribe to him, and his content is top notch. Uh, Metal Jesus rocks, and him and uh, Reggie, who's often a guest on his uh, show, they did an episode about the Shenmue Three Kickstarter, or Kickstarter in general. But they talked about the Shenmue Three Kickstarter, and there was just a lot of bad information in it. It was what I consider his worst episode because usually he's um, him or his guests do a lot of research and really know their. Hate stuff. I, there's nothing more frustrating than when people talk off the cuff like they have authority on a subject. Like it's, it's frustrating, and there's no very little repercussions on the internet if you do it. Yeah, except all you get is your story gets spread around and uh, yeah, just repeated, and it goes further, and like just false information spreads like a wildfire. <laughs> it's bad. That's that Shenmue Three Kickstarter probably could have made so much more money if it didn't get all that bad press when it was going. So this week, or I guess last week now, he did an episode where one of his Patreon subscribers uh, asked him a question if he had any regrets of any videos he had done on YouTube, mm. and he's like, "Oh, this is a great question," and I'm thinking, "Hey, he's gonna you know talk about the Shenmue one." And he didn't. <laughs> he talked about an episode where he kind of was like doing this fundraising thing to get an RV to kind of tour the country to go to different uh, gaming stores and all that. Um, and I really, this was a missed opportunity for him because he did get, there was a lot of negative comments on that episode. Obviously he didn't read them. Um, I posted a comment saying, hey, you know, this was a great opportunity for you to talk about that one. I'm disappointed you didn't. Mm, um, I don't think he ever replied to my comment. Mm. And it's just frustrating because he gave himself a platform to, you know, talk about this. And again, me to his um, defense, he did put some connotations on the video afterwards about um, a little bit of more information. Mm. But he could have deleted the video he could have made a response video to himself, and it just it kind of bummed me out. Yeah. Well, I saw a video, part of a video that you sent to me of him and his buddy talking about it, and like, like I said, it's just they're just talking like they know what they're talking about, but they don't. They're like, well, the first Shenmue cost forty million to make, and this one's only at like six, so there's no way it's going to be good. Basically, is what they said. Basically, and they're like they don't know that or they're not even thinking that it's using Unreal 4 which is an engine that already exists part of like a lot of that 40 million originally was to create their own engine like there's all these facts that they just don't know that they don't care to know but they'll be happy to spout their opinion off like <laughs> like it's you know like they're like they know everything yeah it it just it bummed me out mm. um 
Do you know what didn't bum me out? What? Christmas. What happened at Christmas? Lots of stuff I got did you, did you give your wife another copy of Shenmue 2? I couldn't find a copy of Oh, Shenmue they're 2. all gone. You bought them all. So, I don't know if I mentioned this on an earlier podcast, <laughs> but uh, for the past three years, prior to this year, I keep buying my co- wife a copy of Shenmue 2 for the original Xbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started out as a joke, and she's like, stop buying me this. And <laughs> that's just more motivation for me to buy her one. And I couldn't find one this year for a reasonable price. I found one on uh, Kijiji, which is like the Canadian version of Craigslist. Yeah. And uh, the guy told me to make him an offer, and I made him an offer, and he didn't even reply. Wow. It, yeah, um, they used to be everywhere. They just like litter, like you'd trip over them, but now they're in demand. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Yu Suzuki, for <laughs> causing the price of Shenmue stuff to just skyrocket. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I love you. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get her one this year. So, <laughs> excuse me, in place of that, uh, she always makes jokes about how games have bonus content and stuff now. Mm. So I got her a copy of Jet Set Radio Future, mm. uh, which has a bonus video of Shenmue on it. <laughs> you still kind of got it. So, uh, yeah. Did you get any Shenmue stuff for Christmas? No. I think I have all this new Shenmue stuff. Whatever there is, I have it. <laughs> I ordered a copy of that, the Odyssey book that someone wrote about it. And I did not get it. It got stuck in customs in China. Aww. So the person on uh, Amazon that I purchased it from is sending me another copy. Well, that's good. I don't know what you're talking about, though. I don't know what this is. It's just it's a book that someone wrote about Yu Suzuki and just how Shenmue came to be. Um, I think it's in Spanish. Oh. Internet, correct me if I'm wrong here, but uh, it's not in English, so it's just kind of a collector's item to sit on a shelf. Okay. But I'm just really hoping I get it. And I picked up a couple off uh, eBay, a couple player's guides for Shenmue 1 and 2. Cool. We got most of those, but there's still one I'm waiting on. Mm. But, yeah. All right. Well, anything else? Um, no, I think that's it. Um, yeah, this one's a bit of a shorter episode. We just wanted to mm-hmm. um, have something. We are uh, next episode is going to be disc one of Shenmue two. Mm-hmm. Um, that gives it away that we might be playing it on the Dreamcast. <laughs> um, that's just let's when Shenmue three comes out. How are we gonna? divvy up these playthroughs <laughs> when we talk about it. I don't know. It's going to be on one Blu-ray disc. Maybe maybe there's like... Re- well, yeah, we know there are regions. Maybe we can divide it up by regions. There's at least three regions, right? That he's going to go to? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Uh, so that's it for this episode. Um, make sure to check us out on iTunes, uh, Shenmue AM2 Podcast. Uh, we are on YouTube, Shenmue AM2 Podcast. Please, please, please subscribe. Uh, we almost have enough subscribers to get our custom URL, so we can actually be youtube.com slash Shenmue AM2 Podcast. That'll be useful for s- searching. Oh, yeah. We are on uh, Facebook, Shenmue AM2 Podcast. We have a page and a group. Our email is am 2 podcast at gmail.com. And this episode was brought to you by Lapis. Lapis, we help you gamble good. (laughs) Bye, guys. (laughs) 